Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. I was at a table with referees. This is like a room full of accountants. Spicy! And they asked about Connor Bedard, and they laughed. Remember that night that I yelled at, in the bubble? At Bob. Great call, Bobby! I yelled it at the referee because he called a penalty shot in favor of the Regina Pats. Well, it's an empty arena, so, like, <laughs> your voice will just echo and echo and echo. Yeah, they heard you for sure. That was pretty funny. Good call, Bobby! This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, it is... Away we go. Happy hump day, everybody. We are live on Game Plus TV and live streaming digitally on this uh, Wednesday, August the 11th. Don't mind me. I'm just tweeting all the links to watch and listen to the show. But you're here, and uh, you folks take the priority. How are you, Moose? I'm doing great. How are you? You had a good 22 hours since I saw you last? Oh, yeah. I'm good. Of course. You got the memo on wearing blue today, so that's good. Yeah. We look like we match. I love it. You ready to talk sports? I am. We're in the bunker here. <clears throat> Thanks for joining us for coffee on this Wednesday. And it is episode number 545 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. And uh, coming up on the program today, I got a little Winnipeg state of mind today, as you can tell. Yeah. Sportsnet Sean Reynolds will join us. So fantastic timing on that because there's breaking news today with the Winnipeg Jets. And Carson Lambos of the Winnipeg Ice, first round NHL draft choice. Uh, well, you guys just rolled the clip from the WHL bubble. Um, Carson Lambos playing with the ice. First round pick. And from what I understand, I was talking to some Greeks. As a matter of fact, I think you were with me. Right? They said, Lambos, wonderful Greek boy. Wonderful Greek boy from Winnipeg. Him and his brother. Do you remember that? You were yes. with me. Yes. And uh, so I want to ask him about the Greek community in Winnipeg. Plus hockey. Yeah. And all the rest. So that's coming up today and a lot of football talk. Can we hit the... Uh, Quick six show horn, please. Let's get going. Let's get right into it. By the way, this is the warm-up. It's brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. And I guess while we're on that theme of the uh, Western Hockey League, it's not in my quick six show topics, but ticket prices for the Regina Pats Hockey Club, God's team, the first team I ever loved, the team I love the most, the team I will love last, Season ticket costs have jumped 40%. So, hey, hey, that's what you're saying. I'm not necessarily saying that. But we got a conference call later on today, me and my seatmates, and we're going to, yeah. So I said to Darren before in our little pre-meeting here, I said, I don't care that it's major junior hockey. You people love 
you people love the ticket talk, whether it's NFL, NBA, CFL, yeah. NHL, MLS, you love the ticket talk, pricing, blah, blah, blah. So I will get into that a little later on here in the Quick Six Show Topics. But uh, mine are a little out of order. That's the one great thing about daytime sports talk. Things go on in the morning. Breaking news from Winnipeg. This has usurped everything. It's now my number one pick. The Winnipeg Jets announced today they have agreed to terms with defenseman Neil Pionk on a four-year contract with an average annual value of $5.875 million. Pionk, 26 years of age, recorded 32 points and 20 PIMS in 54 games for the Jets last season before adding four assists and two PIMS in eight playoff games. He's from Omaha, Nebraska. Did you know that? I did not. Uh, so is Warren Buffett. What if they know each other? Good question. Neil Pionk has played 226 games in four NHL seasons for the Jets and the New York Rangers and posted 117 points in 99 Pim's career. He leads all Jets defensemen in points 77 and assists 68 over his two seasons with the team. And he ranks 13th among NHL blue liners in points and ninth in assists since the start of the 2019-2020 season. So I, the Jets sent me that email this morning. I just love me our Winnipeg sports teams. It's just a, been a, just a real nice fit. Mm-hmm. You know how we've melted that border over there between the 306 and the 204. So that was my number one thing. Neil Pionk uh, signing a four-year extension or a new deal. And we'll talk with Sean Reynolds about that. Are you ready to move on to other things? Sure. The, uh, the game that we blew up, the doubleheader yesterday between the Jays and the Angels, did not live up to its billing. Not no. at all. I don't know how much you were paying attention to that. They split yeah. the doubleheader in Anaheim. And so they'll do it again. Two of the candidates in the American League MVP race, Angels two-way star Shohei Otani and Jay Slugger, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. will meet again in Anaheim tonight. Both had a relatively quiet doubleheader Tuesday. Otani was one for seven with a walk and a run scored. Vladdy went one for eight with an RBI and five strikeouts. The Angels won the opener 6-3. The Blue Jays took the nightcap 4 nothing. Otani will start... Thursday, pitching against the Blue Jays. So that's where the rubber will meet the road. Oh, yeah. That's the one you want to watch. That's right. Sorry sorry for the bum steer. Saying yesterday is the game you wanted to see. The games, because it didn't live up to that. Ready to move on? Yeah. Uh, point three, the story that I came out with yesterday that the Calgary Stampeders have a buyer. I tweeted it. I know that it's got a lot of the media's heads popping off in Calgary. And I don't know why I said... I don't know exactly what I said, but it was something along the lines of that they're covering it up, the media. And I apologize for that right now because what I've learned in the last 24 hours, they're not covering up anything. They don't know about it. So two, now two sources close to the Calgary Stampeders have confirmed this to me. I'll go one step further because I was on the phone last night with the guy. And he said that the Flames have been trying to unload the Calgary Stampeders for a year and a half to two years. I think the quote from him was, it hasn't gone the way the Flames had hoped or would have liked. So they're trying to sell the Calgary Stampeders. Apparently they've got a guy, and he doesn't want to be identified. So I said to my source, he doesn't want to be identified now or ever. Is he like that silent money guy and somebody else is the face? He goes, well, just for now, he doesn't want to be identified. But the one thing, you saw the reaction on Twitter yesterday. People were, the stamps were for sale? You, you, anybody who says that just doesn't understand business because everything's for sale. Everything. So this guy wants to buy the Stampeders. Is it imminent? I don't know. It just sounds like they've got two parties that have a mutual interest in selling this franchise. So I think it'll get done. 
So we'll see. Point four. Hard Knocks debuted uh, the 2021 season last night on HBO. I watched it featuring America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. And it's funny, this morning USA Today had a headline, five takeaways from Hard Knocks. I started reading it. I'm like, what am I reading this for? I don't need your five takeaways. I got a couple. Number one, I was not the biggest Dak Prescott fan. I think people that watch this show know that. I'm less of a Dak Prescott fan coming out of watching this show. What a whiner. What a whiner. Look, I understand you want to take every rep. I get it. You can't take every single rep. Did you notice that? Yeah. He was very upset. That he couldn't. That he was pulled early in this training camp a couple weeks ago because they want to give the backups some work. Danny Bonaducci, the backup quarterback. Well, Ben Danucci is his name, but I call him Danny Bonaducci, which means nothing to you, do you? He was a star <laughs> of the Partridge family. Anyways, uh, that was one. Dak, come on, stop whining. Let these other guys have some work. And then, of course, he ends up getting hurt. Two, the biggest one was Jera when he was talking to the team. I thought it was the head therapist. You said it was the team doctor. Yeah, it was one of the two. Yeah, so he's writing with an HB pencil (laughs) these notes on Dak talking with the medical staff on the phone. And we all take away different things. But my thing was this. He's eating a McDonald's Egg McMuffin, Jarrah Jones. And people are saying, well, what's odd about that? Eh, he's worth $7, 8000000000 billion. How is it he not have a Red Seal chef at his ready? You know, here you go, Mr. Jones. We, you know, with his choice, an omelet station. Yeah, exactly. He's got uh, Benedict or something like. <laughs> right. An omelet station. A, a guy cutting a roast at the end of the table. Jerry, are you, when you're done with the trainer, we have your choice here of ham, roast beef. Uh, do you want that in your omelet, Mr. Jones? He's eating an Egg McMuffin. He's almost 80. And he's dumping salt oh, on it. Yeah. Like he's going to the electric chair tomorrow. That was awesome, right? Well, yeah, he put some salt on the end of it. And, you know, it's funny how he was on the phone, though. He finds out, can he throw? Can he throw at least a short pass? You know, wants to get him moving. Okay, well, if he can't throw, at least keep his legs moving, whatever. When he had had enough and he had heard all he needed to hear from the athletic therapist, the guy still wanted to talk and give some more information. He's like, okay, then we'll talk to you later. And he hangs up and starts eating his sandwich in the middle of the call. But uh, yeah. yeah, Jerry being Jerry. Those were my two takeaways. Dax Whiny and Jerry eats Egg McMuffins slathered in salt, which makes me love him more. Oh, yeah. Uh, from some of the viewers here, uh, Chris Bird in Toronto says, LOL, Egg McMuffins are the food of billionaires. Stacy Champagne says even Trump enjoys a good cheeseburger. Actually, his was KFC. Yeah. Yeah. Look at him. Yeah. Does that surprise you? Clearly. Uh, Aaron Beach regarding Dak's whininess says the guy who broke his leg last year should understand why backups need to get some reps. Well, and they had him on a pitch count, right? They didn't want him to work too hard. And so a little bit whiny. The one takeaway I had was Mike McCarthy came off as awkward to me. I don't like him. Very awkward. You know, it's. He's doing his speech, but he doesn't know where his speech is going. So then he, you know, flexes that he's got a Super Bowl ring and then talks about what it takes to win a Super Bowl. And it was really awkward and didn't really fit. And then, you know, he's talking to Jerry Jones about Dak and the injury. And Jerry's like, okay, then pats him on the back and walks away like mid-sentence. And then an awkward exchange with Dak. So it's just it just feels like Mike McCarthy, you know, although – a smart football mind and good guy. Just he feels awkward. 
doesn't feel like the leader of that team. Funny you say that, and I'm still tweeting here, but uh, I'm just tweeting a Dak Prescott thing here. Here we go. Let's go. There's just a fit, and there's not a fit. Yeah. And from since they've hired Mike McCarthy, it doesn't seem like hasn't seemed like a fit. Yeah. He did a brutal job last year coaching America's team. I'm going to make a prediction right now, a BLP, a bold Lynch prediction right now. Mike McCarthy doesn't last the year in Dallas. He will be fired. And who they bring in, I have no idea. It just It's not a fit. You sniffed it out, and you're not even a Cowboys fan. Right. Maybe it's a good thing that you're viewing it from 30,000 feet. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you see it a little more clearly than I do. That's right. So anyways, that's our take from Hard Knocks. I look forward to watching the rest of the series. Dallas going to be – they are going to be a good team. They have the talent. And the other thing was Ezekiel Elliott is everything that I expected that he would be. He's just a little goofy guy. He's just a fun kid. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. He's a kid. Yeah. That's pretty good watching those guys and him and Dak and the birthday and everything else. So it was good. It'll be, it'll be a fun season to watch. It's funny. Uh, C. Harvey's watching on YouTube and says, seems like most athletes are whiny bitches to some degree. <laughs> Can I say this? It's funny you say that because ah, I don't know what people think about me. I literally do not care because most don't know me. So that's fine. But when people talk about, oh, this guy in sports, that guy in sports, coach, player, they say, this is really cocky. And I'm like, we're all cocky. All of us. The question is, to what degree? Yeah. Like G. Roy Simon would sit right there and tell you that he believed he was the best receiver on the planet. G. Roy Simon, the best receiver on the planet. You're not going to meet a nicer guy than G. Roy Simon. Like, you would think that's a very arrogant thing to say. Yeah. You need to believe in yourself to make it on the field, in this business, in life. But I said, oh, he's really cocky. We all are. I can handle a cocky guy. Are you a nice person? There's a difference. Yeah. Right? Uh, The poll question today, I don't know why this has jumped out at me right now, but for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, which is Canada's game of the week in the CFL. And your options are the BC Lions at Calgary, Toronto Argonauts at Winnipeg, Montreal at Edmonton, and Hamilton at Saskatchewan. I'm voting for Argos Bombers because we're going to be there. It's a battle of uh, division leaders, undefeated teams. That's my vote. I would assume you'll go along with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you got 24 hours to vote on that, which is Canada's game of the week. And that's leading. Toronto Winnipeg is leading. On Facebook? Oh, yeah. 43% of the vote. So, Well, on Twitter, uh, Ty Cats Riders is leading. That's not surprising. So just wanted to point that out there. Um, points. I'm out of order with my points here because I'm moving them around. Uh, NHL notes. We mentioned the Neil Pionk signing. Four years. Annual average value of $5.8 million. What a great... That was the Truba trade, right? That's ended up being a really good trade for the Winnipeg Jets. Kevin Cheveldayoff doesn't miss on many. Name one that he's missed. Had to get rid of line, eh? I can't think of any. No, it's a good signing. And the dollar amount's not too crazy. A guy who's going to log a lot of minutes. And he's, you know, a guy who's, who's underrated. I really think he's underrated. The point production he puts up, the minutes he logs, the role he can play to that Winnipeg, you know, blue line. And... They got him in at a comfortable cap hit. Less than $6 million. I think it's I think it's a win for, for Winnipeg. Tony Esposito passing away. Tony O. 
uh, at the age of, I think they said 78. That's and right. I got a, I got a, I got a Tony Esposito story, which wouldn't probably surprise you. Memorial Cup, Spokane, 1998. The dub guys just, what? Just perked up. Uh, we were in a club called The Ram. It was amazing. It was one of the greatest clubs I've ever been in in my life. It was three floors. It was right across from the Spokane Arena. You people in the state of Washington watching on TDS cable, don't be afraid to write me your memories of the Ram because it was amazing. The main floor was a sports bar lounge. The second floor was a nightclub. And the top floor was a cigar cigar lounge. So you literally had your whole night covered in one building. Yes. What a dream. (laughs) There was some thought went into this. And anyways, I'll never forget Tony Esposito was there. And by this part of the night, we had progressed to the night part. Yep. Some guys hand out business cards. Tony O's handing out his hockey cards to people. And you know what? If you could, why wouldn't you? Yeah. He said a stack of his hockey cards. Hey, Tony S was here. Here you go. Nice to meet you. <laughs> never seen that before. Have you? No, I've never seen Although um, there was one guy who used to work for the Saskatoon Yellow Jackets baseball team. His business card was a baseball card. He got his own baseball card. Should be. And on the back of it was, instead of the stats, it was his resume, right? Yeah. I've worked here, 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 and here's my phone number and my email address. And it looked great. He was wearing a ball cap for the so photo. But, hell of an idea. But most of us, yeah, we don't have our own cards. <laughs> so that's cool. That <laughs> well, plus, it's Tony Esposito. So that was his thing. He's handing out his hockey card as a business card in the Ram in Spokane one night. And I was just, Pow! And I knew a broadcaster years later from Minnesota, a guy by the name of Dick Jankowski, baseball announcer from Minnesota. He had the same thing. He had cards, and actually so did, so did Kevin Calabro, the legendary voice of the Seattle Supersonics, but I'm getting off target. I, wouldn't, I was thinking about this last night. You didn't ever watch him play. Tony O? Would he, Absolutely. Would he have ended just before you started watching? Yeah, right around then. Yeah, okay. 70s, early 80s. Yeah. I remember Tony O. Absolutely. Okay. Big fan. And uh, we are out of time here, but... We will come back around and discuss the Regina Pats hiking their season ticket prices. On average, 40% this year to watch the wonder boy, Connor Bedard. It's not going over too well with the fan base. And uh, like I say, my seatmates and I have a conference call planned for later today with what we're going to do about this. Because you know me, I'll pay anything to watch my team Mm -hmm. and to watch that kid. But not everybody's like me. Not everybody loves that team as much as me. And uh, like I said, sports fans like the ticket talk. So we'll get into that a little later. But we're going to Winnipeg next. Sean Reynolds from Sportsnet joins us. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Bell MTS Cable carries Game Plus in uh, Manitoba. Which, by the way, uh, where the heck is it? Sean from Game Plus is chiming in. Did you see his comment? Did you guys put it up on the screen? Sean, the boss there. At Game Plus, says, happy Wednesday, RP squad. I like Toronto versus Winnipeg as game of the week. I want to see if the Argos are legit. Possible Grey Cup uh, matchup. How about that? Perfect. So we got to get your comment in. We just did from Sean McCormick from the Game Plus studios in downtown Toronto. We're going to Winnipeg next. Again, you're watching live streaming on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. 
You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. The program continues on this Wednesday. It's moving Vladdy out of here. He's got to step it up. He didn't have a big night last night. Vladdy, you go over here and think about yourself. Getting a time out. Yeah. All right. They said that we had Sean Reynolds uh, lined up and ready to go from Sportsnet, and they got some audio issues here, so that's fine. So that's fine. I'm just checking the... Um, Want to talk about that... F- the that, comments. That fleecing of Shovel Day off. We actually explored that. Yeah, I, I, we will. Uh, but there's a lot of CFL folks have checked in today. Uh, Adam Ridlow, Ticats fan, I think he's a Ticats fan, writes in, was watching on YouTube. He says, Josh Smith last week on Three Down Nation had an article about Hamilton's good chances of having a 14-0 season. That didn't age well. Mm. So there's that. Uh... People talking about the games of the week in the Canadian Football League, what they are. Frank Horsley, watching on YouTube, says, The UK bomber here in Nottingham, England. He's watching in England. Wow. So that's, how about that? Isn't that where Robin Hood was from? Wasn't he? Robert of Knoxley. Hmm? Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. So there's a lot of CFL folks that have uh, chimed in here today. Um, But... Sean uh, Reynolds from Sportsnet is going to join us in a moment. So we were looking up, because Pionk signed a four-year extension with the Jets today. Annual average value, 5.8 mil. Darren, before we go to Sean, you went to the big board. Yes. Because I was saying, I said that was the Truba trade, right? It wasn't just any little trade. No, it was Truba for Pionk and a first-round pick, which is the 20th overall pick. And that was the 2019 draft. Vili uh, Heinola, yeah. uh, the Finnish defenseman, he played in three world, champion, or world junior championships, 20 years old. He's been in and out of the lineup, so uh, they got a good young prospect in the first round, too. So, what a steal. Let's go to Sean Reynolds now, who the last guy time we saw him, I guess, uh, live, he was uh, punching me in the back in Montreal. And, and here he is now <laughs> from, from the Manitoba capital. <laughs> How are you doing, Sean? <laughs> I'm doing great. I get a little excited when I see you, Rod. I'm sorry about that. I didn't, <laughs> that I didn't was... know I quite punched you in the back. I thought it was a healthy slap on the back. But uh, like you, and I love to see you. So uh, that was my excitement showing. I loved it. I, I think it was surprise more than anything. But, you know, what a fortuitous bounce yeah. this is that Neil Pionk would sign a four-year deal with the Jets today, and then you would come on the same day. $5.8 million uh, per season. Uh, seems like a pretty good deal for the Winnipeg Jets. 
Yeah, and I was going to say, what do you know, Rod? Because you had called yesterday and said you want to come on the show, and I was thinking, what are we going to talk about Jets and this? Then this happened. So I want to know what your sources were telling you that they had you set up and ready to go for this. But I, I think this is a real good value uh, signing for the Jets, as I think you can just play that on a never-ending track. Kevin Shoveldayoff off in his ability to get uh, uh, you know his players under contract. Uh, keep them around, especially the the ones that are under team control for a while. He's done a phenomenal job with them. I think a lot of us expected that this deal to be in the neighborhood of what Josh Morrissey was making, which is over six million. He gets them for under that number. Neil Pionk has come in, and as you were talking about, a bit of a surprise, but has really you know filled the void left behind with the loss of Jacob Trubin. Billy Hainala, his career hasn't even started yet, and I think you know if you talk to Jets fans and probably people in the Jets organization. He may be the prospect that people are talking about. So that Truba trade has really turned into something for the Winnipeg Jets. But, I mean, Neil Pionk, 20th highest scoring defenseman in the league, uh, has shown to be really, really great defensively, has this, you know, kind of physical edge that no one would expect from a guy his size. And yet the Jets get him locked in for four years as the third highest on the team. Uh, Kevin Sheveldayoff, absolutely magic when it comes to contract negotiations and the people that he has years of control over and this is just the latest uh, in that long book of evidence well and you know what's interesting about that is i googled payong trade and what came up was june 17th 2019 from sportsnet and the sentence was that opened it the new york rangers sped up their rebuilding effort monday by acquiring offensive-minded defenseman jacob truba from the winnipeg jets and i'm like that was two years ago. They sped up their rebuilding effort, the New York Rangers. Yeah. They haven't made yeah. the pl- playoffs since. So let's look at it from their perspective. Would they do that trade again? Probably not. Well, and you, you got to think of how much they signed Jake and Truba. I mean, if you were to talk to them, I'm sure they'd tell you that they were very happy with him and they believe he's going to be an impact player for a number of years. Uh, you you got to give scouts credit. I, you know, we've talked with them in the past. They saw Neil Pionk playing Uh, had interest in him, I think, you know, before he entered the league, liked what they saw from him. Uh, It's an example in quite a lot of cases what you'll find with the Winnipeg Jets. you got to give credit, you know, not only to their scouts for going out and finding the players that they think will fit well, but for, you know, the coaching staff and Paul Maurice here in Winnipeg for kind of once they do get those players, finding, you know, maybe the best version. There's been conversations in the past about Neil Piont coming here and getting to high-end talent, the Mark Shifley's, the Nick Ehlers, Patrick Line while he was here, Blake Wheeler, those kind of players. And, you know, getting the puck to those guys, and then Nick Ehlers goes down and does what Nick Ehlers can do, puts the puck in the net, and how much that builds your confidence. And, you know, a lot of it just has to do with the fact that suddenly you're showing up on the score sheet when you're just doing your regular job and moving the puck up ice because you're moving it to skilled forwards who can do something with it. It's a confidence builder. Pionk has talked about that in the past. He's been feeling it since he got to Winnipeg, and clearly they're feeling it back. And, and Rod, the biggest part about this is they get him locked up for four years, and you'll see with the Winnipeg Jets now, the window is clear. In three years from now, uh, uh, Blake Wheeler's contract expires. Mark Shifley's contract expires. Connor Hellebuck's contract expires. That's the window. And there was a problem in, in the years past. They didn't have, you know, as strong a defense would have needed to be contending for a championship. They go out, Schmidt, they get Brendan Dillon. They've addressed that, they feel. And all these players, Brendan Dillon, Nate Schmidt, Josh Morris-Pionk, Adam Lowry, on and on, up and 
down, their core is locked up to a three to four year window. So this is really Kevin Dayoff saying, I believe in this team. I believe this is a championship caliber team. They've taken, they've got cost certainty going forward with only, you know, Andrew Kopp left to, to kind of lock up here. But this is it. This is the Winnipeg Jets play and them putting both feet forward and saying, we think this is a championship caliber roster. It's up to the players now to go out and prove that. It's interesting that you say that, and I love the positivity. And by the way, we are coming to Winnipeg Friday for a live show from Canada Life Center uh, in advance of the Bombers and the Argos. I cannot wait to be in your town here in a couple of days for that. But the comments are coming in from the viewers on who the Jets have lost. So when you said, what are we going to talk about? We can just look back at July and say they lost Laurent Brassois. Backup goalie and free agency to Vegas. They lost Mason Ambleton in the expansion draft, which people seem very upset about. And I'm, I'm telling Winnipeggers, because they're writing me a lot, I'm like, if you're upset that you're losing somebody, that's a good thing. It means you've got a wealth of talent there, which they do. But can you go For over sure. those, those two losses and any others that, <clears throat> that they did lose and how they'll overcome them? Well, so I'm glad I'm glad that the viewers brought that up because they're picking up on what I think a lot of people may have missed. Yes? there's that the Jets have addressed their defense and yes there's been a belief that there's been this gaping hole in their lineup that's kept them from succeeding since they had that phenomenal defense core that had Dustin Bufflin and Tyler Myrod and Jacob Trouba once they tore that down there really was this gaping hole and they feel that they've addressed that they've got size and you know grit and toughness and a little bit of a mean streak with with Brendan Dillon and Nate Schmidt can move the puck and he can play you know above his size um, so, so uh, for a lot of people, the feeling was they, they lock that in and now here it is. The biggest problem is solved and it is, you know, the holes are plugged and this team is ready to go on and contend for a championship. Th- there's a fly in that ointment and it's the players that your viewers are bringing up at Mason Appleton's and, you know, even the, you know, the, 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 the fourth line. Now they've got players who are going to come and s- spell that off. I mean, Gustafson is coming up. He's ready to come and start anchoring that fourth line, and guys like Jensen Harkins can move in, and Christian Veselainen can move in. But if we've seen anything, uh, and, and you were there, right? You were in Montreal during the Stanley Cup final. And in order to get to where they got to, and the Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stanley Cup two years in a row, the Montreal Canadiens get there, there's ridiculous depth right up and down that lineup. Great goaltending, which the Jets have. Phenomenal defense, which the Jets probably don't have on par with those two teams, even though they like what they've done here. You know, high-end skill, which the Jets probably know are, are one of the better teams in the league when it comes to that. But those third and fourth lines really did make those teams. I mean, like what Coleman and Goudreau uh, were able to do for, for Tampa. And I mean, that fourth line for, you know, the Corey Perrys and Stalls and Joel Armias. That, that those are the guys that got those teams to where they were ridiculous depth and the Jets are going to be going into this year it looks like because there's not a lot of money left especially if they re-sign Andrew Kopp with <clears throat> change on four of those bottom six positions and you know it, it to me that's the one thing is the way they've spent their money here I, I like the idea that it's cost certainty it can be hard to get guys to Winnipeg Kevin Sheveldayoff isn't really going to have to worry about that now because he's got the guys here and he's locked them in but there's not a lot of ability now if you're going to sign Andrew Kopp and if you're going to sign him long term to have space to spend money at bottom six the way other teams have. Uh, and I don't necessarily think that Winnipeg is that team that the, the Corey Perrys of the world come to and say, oh, I'll take a league minimum 
to come here uh, because there's too many other teams who are succeeding, you know, and and have you know maybe a you know people perceive it to have a better lifestyle than you have in Winnipeg. So I do think that if there's an area for the Jets to falter this year, it's the fact that they're probably going to be bringing in four really young players to plug those holes, which we see are really important holes in the playoffs. Uh, and while they're all in on this window and they need to be, because like I said, the next three years, the potential of losing three of their top players, the core players on this team. If you lose a year or a year and a half to that, to young players who are learning on the fly, it's a risk. And spending their money right up to the cap that the Winnipeg Jets have to lock in on a core that has really been around here for years and years and has faltered more than it. There's a risk involved. I'm just looking at the schedule here for next season. It was unveiled uh, right around the expansion draft. Balanced, uh, your thoughts on the schedule for next year. There's the Olympic hole in it. Are you hearing anything about NHLers in, uh, in the Olympics, uh, Sean? What, 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 a and B, do you have a take on the schedule and the balance of it here for 2021-22? Well, it feels to me like there, you know, it goes pretty deep into April. <clears throat> so we already know that there's going to be, we're not going to be entirely back to normal um, <clears throat> next year in the playoffs and wrapping up, probably wrapping up a little bit later than the middle of June than we typically do, or they're really going to push the players to st- stick to a schedule to get through that and try and get back to a normal summer next year. And if they do do that, I mean, it's going to be a third straight year of players getting you know, pushed into the playoffs and really go, go, go to make it work. Um, so, I mean, th- th- that, uh, that could definitely have ramifications, uh, especially by the end of the year next year. Um, it's, the season starts a little bit later, not as late as I thought as it would have. So again, the jet, or excuse me, the, the players not getting as much of a break as I would have thought they would. I think if you're to look at this and you're going to be tired, and if you're one of the players and if the players do go to the Olympics, if you're one of the players not going, you may not be so upset about getting almost all of February off in the middle of the season and taking that little bit of a break. Um, I, I mean, it, it looks open to me for the players to be there. I fully, fully expect the players to be there. I want them to be there. Um, best on best tournaments, uh, like I said, doing shows like yours or just talking with people on the internet for most fun exercise of being a hockey fan is building the best on best rosters and comparing mm. them with your buddies and arguing who should be, you know, the fourth line center on team Canada. Cause they're just so deep and it's that way all over again this season. Uh, I, I mean, I want to be on your show talking about that with you. I want to be doing my, my show talking, I'll be chatting with fans about it. Um, I, I, the NHL uh, and the hockey world, I think, is a better place with the players in the Olympics. And if you're Canadians, especially with the rise of all the other hockey countries, I take a look at the rosters and I still see Canada has the most dominant hockey roster. I think that's going to be changing in the years coming up. So we need to capitalize on the dominance that we show oh, yeah. depth-wise hockey players while we still can. My favorite is province by province rosters. I'll see oh, you, Everly, Getzlaff, Hayden and Kale Fleury, Braden Holtby, Braden Coburn against whatever the best Manitoba has to offer, and we'll beat up on Alberta. I really love uh, that discussion too. But <laughs> Sean, I <love> listen, <laughs> warm up Winnipeg for us. We'll see you in a couple of days, and I appreciate the time today. You betcha. Thanks for having me, Rod. Sean Reynolds from Sportsnet Winnipeg joining us. When we come back, a sports update. 
and the folks that want are clamoring to talk CFL. We'll get into that too. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Uh, 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 put it on the two. Uh, put, uh, he just got in his seat. Just got uh, I wanted to, to show the world that. Nice. I know you did. Where have you been? Making coffee? Doing things? Yeah. I'm in the business of doing business. <laughs> and business is good. Business is good. By the way, there is coffee, man. Thank you. What's the flavor today? Uh, it's called Lakeside Blend. Very from similar, Caliber Coffee. From Caliber Coffee, and mm. it is delicious. It sounds good. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to get into a sports update here in a moment, but um, Rider Nation has made internet history in Canada. I'm reading from the website 3downnation.com. Green and white faithful follow the team in all kinds of ways, and according to TSN, the Rider Priders continued to produce a historic number during their 2021 season opener, according to the TSN Public Relations Department, the BC Lions and Saskatchewan Rough Riders game attracted an average audience of 740,000 viewers, becoming the most watched week one CFL game since 2015, as well as TSN's biggest regular season CFL game on record among live streaming viewers. But nowhere in the article does it say what the live streaming viewers were. I'd like to know what that number was. Yeah, I really would. Um, but uh, no matter what it is, it's the most that's ever watched the CFL game streaming. The interesting thing, that's why I was hoping that you were going to jump in here in time, Yeah, was I didn't watch it streaming. I watched on television, and I watched the games on Saturday on television. That's right. Old, I got on my dinosaur and went down to the local pub and watched it on TV at the lake. Yep. I didn't actually. I watched it in my room, but I, I, just, know, wanted I, to, know, I just wanted I to say... <laughs> You know, I was the old, old fart watching the games on TV, not the live streaming. I'm, I'm liking this life I know. of being at the lake on the weekend and watching CFL games out there. It's, Isn't it pretty great? Bob's your uncle. <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah, it is good. Um, that's not to say that I won't watch streaming, of course. Right. But there's something wrong with my app. It's fine with Sportsnet. I can watch it anywhere. But with TSN, it won't let me watch it unless I'm on Wi-Fi. Do you have that? Yeah, but you can change that. Again, that's old, now that old is, fart here. But that's I'm going to give them a lot of that's TSN looking out for you, man. Yeah, they're like, hey, Rod, Rod, Rod. We don't want to rack up your bill on your data here. So if you really want to watch this and you're not, we notice you're not on Wi-Fi. You got to go into this setting and you got to actually choose to watch it on mobile data because it'll burn up your data. You watch a game and you'll end up paying at the end. Jennifer at the Four Seasons writes in. She says, "I got satellite TV." At the lake just for rider games. How about that? I was watching it on cable. Jason in a red deer says, uh, says that brings up a good question, guys. Where would you guys prefer we tune in? Which platform benefits you guys more? Good question. Uh, again, the deal here for me, which has never ended or changed, was I said, I just show up and talk. You guys handle the rest. Because to me, it shows a show. It was a really big deal. When we went to national television on Game Plus, no doubt, 2.2 million homes. But I said to Darren, nothing changes for me. That's right. 
absolutely nothing. We've been doing the same show from day one, 545 shows. So I, t- I don't care what you watch it on. Just watch. But that's not necessarily the right answer. Thank you. What would you say to that? Yeah, I, I think our partners at Game Plus are number one. So if you're not watching on Game Plus, um, if you can watch on Game Plus, that's great. But if you're not, YouTube would be, okay. my, would be my preferred platform. So if you do want to do us a solid and watch on YouTube, that would help us out. YouTube, everybody. But Facebook has been great to us as well. There is no, here's the thing. There is no wrong answer. If you're watching the show, right. I love you. Ryan uh, Baracco, Rocco, our technical producer, says, Rod does the talking. We all do the watching. Yeah. From whatever platform you prefer. So, yeah, I don't just watch. That's kind of similar to my, I don't care whether you like me or you don't like me. Just watch me. Yeah. And the haters just can't stop. See, if you, if you that's, did, if, that's psychology. If you'd ignore me, if you'd ignore me, I'd go away. Right. But they can't. Bob's uh, your uncle. Bob's your uncle, too. James in Borden, Manitoba, has said that the Bombers are going to be undermanned again for this game against the Argos on Friday. And I was sitting here going, what day is it? Why do I not have my roster here from Darren Cameron, the outstanding PR guy for the Blue Bombers? And then I realized it's not Thursday. Yeah. It's Wednesday. So I... How about these Winnipeg pro sports teams that have broken their ankle getting us their news information? How about that? Oh, yeah. We're like Winnipeg sports talk right here. And I'm here for it. From Tony Cernick watching in the Energy City, he says the Moose is in love. Is that breaking news? Yeah. With you. (laughs) With you? Yeah, the viewers. Um. I'll get to more of your comments uh, in a moment, but a sports update is promised. Vladdy Jr. hit an early RBI single, and the Blue Jays beat the Angels 4-0 last night to split an unusual doubleheader after dropping the opener 6-3 at Angel Stadium. Toronto batted last and was the home team at Angel Stadium in the first game, a makeup from an April 11th rainout in Dunedin. Uh, Jays rookie Alec Manoa is scheduled to start as the Blue Jays and Angels resume their four-game set in Anaheim tonight. Toronto enters the game, the third game of the series, two and a half behind Boston for the second wildcard spot in the AL East. Shohei Otani pitches Thursday for the Angels against the Blue Jays. The Fraser Valley Bandits survived a late push from the Saskatchewan Rattlers to win by a score of 84-79 on Tuesday night at the Sastel Center in the CEBL's last regular season game of the 2021 campaign. Those Saskatchewan Rattlers finished a woeful 1-13. This is the season that we won't talk about. But the playoffs are next, championship weekend in Edmonton, and we'll be uh, talking about that, previewing it. Mm, We're going to break and come back. We're going to break and come back with more viewer takeover, whatever you want to talk about. So we dabbled in this CFL stuff, and they're loving it, Moose. Oh, so yeah. whatever you want. And coming up next hour, Carson Lambos of the Winnipeg Ice. Oh. You are watching. Hey. And I have a text from another angry season ticket holder. Of the Pats? Spicy. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. We got to get into the ticket talk. Maybe we'll do that next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash. Your car deserves it at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 
Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It is the RP Show. It's viewer takeover. Don't have a ton of time for it, but Patrolman Pete's watching in Winnipeg. He says, I can't wait for the Carson Lambos interview. I am stoked for ice season. This team is going to bring serious heat this year with Geeky, Savoy, and Bruce up front and Lambos on the back end. Yes, Carson Lambos, first round pick of the Minnesota Wild coming up next hour. Uh, Ray in the six watching. Kitchener, Ontario era, area says, hey, Rod, the day has finally come. We can order Argos tickets tomorrow. This week's matchup is a good one with the Bombers. Prediction, Charleston Hughes will sack Caleros. <laughs> We're going to be there for it. I'm in a, I'm, I'm in a uh, vice here. I want to buy Bomber gear, but I'm probably going to be pulling for the Argos. So I know. So <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe I just wear straight blue Ooh. and I won't stand out how about that do you wear, which yeah do you wear your NFL <laughs> gear to the CFL game Dallas Cowboy we could dress like this John Burns from Calgary's dropped two dollars on the super chat which means his comments go to the top of the pack CFL is back tomorrow Montreal comes to McMahon uh that's Saturday bro I got it written down here I'm right on that am I not it's not tomorrow Oh, BC comes to McMahon Thursday. That's what it is. But listen, uh, I feel like we have a lot of things to get to in the second half kickoff coming up in six minutes. What up? Did he spend $2 and then got the comment wrong? Get two minutes and got it wrong. Spend $5. Are we only worth a toonie? Come on. But on the ticket talk, the Regina Pats increasing their tickets. Now, mine are $1,000 each. And that's a lot for a junior hockey team. However, I will pay anything for God's team, the Regina Pats. He's got an email here from a viewer that's a Regina Pats season ticket holder. Oldest junior hockey team in the world, by the way. Yeah. Go ahead. The text came in. Darren, our seats went up 77%. Premium seating. It was an $800 ticket. It's now fourteen over $1,400. It's over $617 increase on an $800 ticket. Over 35 years supporter here, not happy. And just one month to start the season, pretty short notice, so won't be renewing those seats at that price. Can understand a reasonable increase, but this is pretty ridiculous. Love the show. A 77% increase for season tickets for the Regina Pats, and I'm not really (laughs) passing any judgment at all. Like I said, with my seatmates, we all sit together in, in, what do they call it, premier seating. It's jumped by 40%, and the guys... We were planning this call this afternoon. They're like, eh, we'll talk about it, but we're good either way. Either we renew or we don't. And I guess it's that thing where, what, are you not going to go to any games? Like, for me, here's the hat. I just put it out there. They're my team. It's like the Memorial Cup that we're charging $100 at seat when it was here in 2018, and people were upset about that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll pay whatever, whatever, to watch the Regina Pats in the Memorial Cup, but there's not... Not everybody's like me. You're in the minority. I'm in the minority, right? So I'll pay it. I'll tell you. We don't need to have the call, guys. I'll tell you. I'll pay it. Yeah. And if I'm sitting there alone, it is what it is. That's a tough spot for the business to be in. You want to capitalize on the kid. Right. But you got to keep your fans Sean McCormick at Game Plus says, from now on, I'll watch and post comments on YouTube instead of Facebook. Any further thoughts on the taunting penalties in the NFL? That's coming up in the Hour 2 second half kickoff. Stick around right here on Game Plus TV. 
For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com.